0: everyone, and welcome to episode three of What We're Watching. I chatted to Olivia DeLima all about playing paramedic Phoenicia on Casualty, filming a socially distanced birth, and acting alongside a jelly baby. You'll have to stay tuned to find out all about this. I've mixed it up a bit for today's episode, and to celebrate lockdown restrictions being lifted even further, I've actually hit the streets to ask more members of the great British public what's been on TV in the last month that they've enjoyed. Well, there's two I can't choose between. The first one is Ackley Bridge. Definitely, I'd recommend that more for my age group, teenagers, for teenagers. And it's about school, it's like a school drama. There's lots of comedy in it as well. I find that really funny. And the second one is this is my house, which is presented by Stacey Dooley. You get taken around one house and you have to guess between four people and it's a good way to interact with a show. More not really my age group, but it it
1: was a really easy viewing. Line of duty is definitely worth watching. Uh, highly recommend. Um though slightly disappointing finale uh which was last week um i expected a little bit more on the reveal of h uh buckles um was was not as expected uh so that was a little bit disappointed but i guess the writer has left the door open in order to write another series um which again is is something to look forward to one of the other series that I'm enjoying at the moment is Call the Midwife on a Sunday. It's a lovely Sunday evening watch, uh, a heartwarming programme. Gogglebox, um, because Giles and Mary are so funny and the right pair of weirdos.
2: Um, I did watch um, Three Families last week, and in my opinion, it's just, like, important for everyone to just watch it. It was, like, set in Ireland in 2015, I think. It was centred around, like, three um, women who wanted to, like, get an abortion. And I was just so shocked that people, like, weren't allowed to get abortion so recently I thought that it was going to be like a decades ago or just something that I wouldn't be alive for but it just it just felt I felt so sympathetic towards the women in like in it especially like um, the woman who couldn't like abort her baby um, she the baby was just in a fatal fetal abnormality like it, they knew that the baby would die as soon as it was born it was just so it was so cruel to just let someone suffer like that even though if it's like a small child And it's just honestly very heartbreaking. I would definitely recommend watching it, though, because it's just so powerful and it's just such an important story to tell. And they did it really well. They told it really well. And it just brought emotions and everything out of everyone.
0: Whilst we're on the topic of television addressing really important social issues, I would recommend watching Coronation Street And catching up on the episodes from the last couple of weeks because they're tackling a really important social issue based on a real life story. So their characters Nina and Seb were attacked the other week because of Nina's appearance. She's a goth and Seb actually got killed in the attack. And Coronation Street have been working closely with charities and with the families, and with the family of a girl that actually got attacked and killed because of her look. So they're basing it on a real life story. And it's a really important issue that they're addressing, and one that isn't done on TV a lot at all, especially in a British soap. I don't think I can recall a British soap actually doing this storyline before, Uh, certainly not recently. So, yeah, I would really recommend watching it. From one long-running serial drama to another, I was lucky enough to be joined by Casualty star Olivia DeLima for a chat and she told me all about why it's a fantastic show to work on and the best part of playing fearless paramedic Phoenicia... So if I'm not mistaken, last month was the one-year anniversary of you joining the casualty team as paramedic Phoenicia. So what has that year been like for you? And what has been your favourite thing that you've worked on in your, in your first year there?
1: Yeah, so exactly. It was of um, Phoenicia's per- first appearance. I think it was in Feb of this year, but I because we normally shoot four months in advance, I had actually joined in, I think it was October, 2019. So now I've been with the show for like a year and a half. Um, and it's just, it's just, it's been so lovely. Everyone is incredibly welcoming. Um, you're like a member of the family immediately. Uh, but God, in terms of my favorite thing I've shot, that is tough because as the paramedics, we get out and about with stunts all the time, like meeting so many new people, going to different places. Um, I mean, we have been shooting some really exciting stuff recently, which obviously I can't talk about, which I would yeah. love to talk about. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, so there's stuff coming up that I'm very excited for. But my first big ep as Phoenicia as the paramedic, you know, because obviously she was initially introduced as um a sort of mysterious woman. Um yeah. but had the first full ep of her as a paramedic, uh, that was a huge stunt. We blew up a car. So <laughs> that is definitely a memorable one and the first time I had a stunt double so that was super exciting yeah um but yeah I mean every week's amazing there but that 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 definitely goes down as a memorable one and uh the Phoenicia birth ep was like I loved shooting it as weird as that sounds I loved acting like I was giving birth yeah (laughs) it was great yeah I'll, I'll definitely remember that one
0: and who have been kind of the best people and cast members that you've been able to work with since you've been there?
1: Well, I mean, the paramedic team is amazing. Where I always say, like, when it, it's so rare that we all get to be together at the same time. When we do, I'm like a giddy child. I'm I'm honestly like the little the little sister of the group kind of I just get really overexcited when we're all together because it just, it balances so nicely. Um, like we all just kind of like pieces of a puzzle all fit together. Um, but when I first joined, I worked a lot with George and, um, we have also lived together in, in Cardiff. So he's, he's been kind of like, he's really, he really helped me to find my feet because it was really overwhelming. Of course, you've got, it's, it's, it's a well-oiled machine. Um, And so you're kind of trying to find your feet every day and constantly learning new things. And he was amazing to just, at the end of the day, uh, you know, he'd always be great to just give me advice and still is, but you know, especially at the beginning, it was really tough to um, figure out what was going on and when and understand the schedules and all that kind of thing. And he was so helpful, but the cast overall is just amazing. Everyone is lovely, everyone is funny and honestly every day on set is just you're having a load of laughs and same yeah. with the guest artists they're always friendly and open and chatty so yeah it's, it's just it's loads of fun <laughs> yeah
0: it, it just sounds great it sounds like an absolutely brilliant place to work
1: it is yeah it's just I think what struck me first was um like I said how welcoming everyone was it was I didn't feel like the newbie you know um yeah. which meant a lot because it was pretty scary
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I bet and <laughs> um What has it been like having to have such a huge break, you know, due to Corona in the middle of kind of your time there and coming back to kind of all these new rules and regulations, because it must've been even stranger for you to navigate because obviously Phoenicia was pregnant when the show took this extended break. But then when you returned, you almost had to kind of catch up with everything that was meant to happen in Phoenicia's storyline before she could give birth. So what was that like to kind of get your head around?
1: Yeah, it was it was tough. I mean, we we always called the, uh, the bump uh, the elephant baby because I ended up I think it was on screen. I was pregnant for a year, like from <laughs> conception to giving birth. It was yeah. basically a year. Um, but I don't know, I just think the show worked around that so nicely. Like, yeah you know, during the the COVID shutdown, which, um, and then obviously we tried to catch up on screen. Um, I think because she was sort of not there during, you know, the most of the big COVID ep, um, and a few eps after that, it sort of helped to kind of catch up and figure out where we were in the the kind of pregnancy. It was definitely tricky. And uh, I I mean, at the time I kept on dreaming I was pregnant. It was so confusing. Um, I was wearing, you know, different bumps every day and kept on dreaming that I suddenly woke up and like there was just a baby there. Um, so yeah, it was a lot to get my head around. Uh, but I don't know, I just think the show pulled it off so well. And the, the amazing team on that birth app was, oh, just made it an absolute joy.
0: Yeah, and obviously you mentioned there the birth episode. You were the first, like, main character in Casualty to have a socially distanced birth scene. So what was that like to film and having to do it with two meters away and all this kind of thing?
1: Oh yeah, it was it was it was tricky. I I think George and I were just really interested in how they were gonna make it work without it being sort of silly. You know, like why would if, if Ethan's gonna be there, why would he not be yeah. right next to her? Yeah. Um but they did pull it off and George's George, is, uh, George I, I'm saying George, you know, George who plays Ethan. Yeah. Um his performance is, you know, he's always so believable that it. I think it just came together perfectly. It was, it was also, it quite helpful in terms of performance because it was scary. Like I was lying at the bottom of this hill in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it was cold and I was getting bitten on my face by <laughs> mosquitoes. And knowing like everyone was far away, it made it scary for me yeah. as, you know, Olivia. Um, so yeah, in a way it it was helpful. I mean I was, it was a very very weird experience. Um obviously it would be anyway giving birth on screen, but giving birth yeah on screen when everyone's 2 meters away and in between takes having to rearrange, you know, my dress here and and, and make sure my hair is right there. Yeah. You know, normally um costume and makeup would just come in and do it, but it was so weird to have to kind of like work with everyone on this while also trying to stay in the zone and trying to remember that you know my character is midway through birth so (laughs) it was really tough but everyone pulled together so much and yeah that'll always be an unforgettable couple of weeks for me.
0: Yeah and obviously since Venetia has had baby Bodhi the social distancing for you on set must be quite tricky to navigate you know the scenes when she's holding the baby or the push t- chair scenes but they look so realistic on screen so how how do you film these with baby Bodhi or like a fake baby Bodhi?
1: Yeah the, I think the show do it really really well because yeah. um, basically I'm holding what they call a jelly baby who okay. is sort of like the weight and the look of, of a baby well the look of a very unfortunate looking baby honestly (laughs) jelly babies are really scary (laughs) when you just see them like sat in a box like this scary looking baby it's so weird but um but yeah they they are really realistic so i that i'm holding the jelly baby and then uh the mum as as it's been the mum um or the dad if if Ethan were to be holding the baby um but the mum comes on set i show her what i've been doing um how i've been holding the baby and then the kind of director will say okay this is the shot we need we need it when uh, Olivia looked down at the jelly baby so then they'll sort of angle it as such that you don't see the mum's body you know she should be wearing yeah. the same clothes as me and you'll see maybe just like her sleeve and her, her holding the baby because of course we would never want to breach the, the two meters on set especially not with a little baby yeah um but oh my gosh yeah the little baby actor playing Bodhi is just so cute we've had we've had a couple but they're always just gorgeous it's so nice to have a little baby on set and this
0: weekend obviously we saw the storyline with baby Bodhi develop even further because Ethan revealed all to Phoenicia about him having the Huntington's gene and how obviously Bodhi has a 50% chance of having it too so without revealing too much obviously this Mm. must have been a huge shock for Phoenicia as she's not only kind of just found out that her son's got this but also or might have this but also Ethan so is this storyline going to continue for a while longer and are we going to kind of see Phoenicia struggling to come to terms with this throughout the coming weeks
1: well yeah as you said I can't obviously yeah. say too much but um it, it's 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 not going to be something that can go away you know yeah. it, that is such a terrifying thing to know that two of the people closest to you might suffer and you know die of this um disease is mm. absolutely terrifying and it, there was a lot of um I don't know we were we were ready we knew this was going to happen at some point and even in magazine interviews people were asking me you know how do you think she'll react and what I loved about it is that she reacted exactly how I would have said she would react she was she didn't lash out she it was a lot you know and she took the yeah. time to process but I knew it wouldn't make a difference to her and she will keep on going and make sure that Bodhi has the best life ever and yeah. I think Will be very conscious of making sure Ethan doesn't feel because he can't he of course he can't help this of course he would love for this not to be the situation so I think she'll she's the kind of person who'll make sure he doesn't feel like he should suffer for any of that you know and I think they'll just keep trying to truck on as normal.
0: Yeah and obviously they are they're co-parenting baby Bodie at the moment but they had previously tried to make a go of things on the romantic front so would you like Phoenicia and Ethan to try and make it work as a couple again?
1: I think I would. Like, they're such a funny pairing. I honestly, yeah. I just think it's so, such an endearing pairing because yeah. they are such opposites. But when it comes down to like the heart of it, they're just both very, very caring people in very different ways. Um, but, you know, I think Phoenicia brings out the very much the fun light-hearted side of Ethan he can kind of crack a joke around her and maybe even make fun of her uh, yeah. which normally you wouldn't see him doing um, and I think he grounds her um, so I think they would they would make a wonderful couple um, and I'd love to see them together but I know if they if they ever didn't get together that Fenisha is such a strong person she will you know she'll make it work she'll make sure that co-parenting continues as peacefully as possible and Ethan the same.
0: Yeah. Phoenicia has had quite a rocky love life in her short time in the ED. She's had obviously her romance with Will Noble and then with Ethan obviously and if they kind of don't manage to make it work could you see Phoenicia being with another character in the ED?
1: I think um I don't know I feel like Venetia can form very strong friendships and also very quickly Mm. but I think people who are there currently um I think they're just buddies you know she's just she's very good at just forming friendships super speedily um I can't see anyone right now being the most great match for her to be honest because uh yeah she she needs someone who can sort of I don't know well that that's the thing with Will and Ethan is that Will kind of um, challenged her and Ethan sort of grounds her and I feel like she would need one or the other Um, and right now looking at at the ED I can't see that but who knows
0: who knows there might be a new edition soon you never know
1: you never know
0: And now, as you may know, obviously, the premise of this podcast is that I get a guest from the television industry like yourself, and they kind of join me for a chat, and then I get their picks for my TV heaven and for my TV hell. So can I start off by seeing what you would choose to enter my TV heaven? just kind of something you've really loved or a show you couldn't stop binging something like that
1: yeah this is tough because I I love tv like I love it I'm not one of those actors who's like yeah you know I'm on tv but I don't watch it no I am yeah a big time tv watcher um so to narrow it down is really tough but I'll just go with kind of over lockdown, what kind of got me through it was um, Avatar The Last Airbender. I don't know if you've watched it. Okay, no, I haven't. It's uh, an animation. It's currently on Netflix. And, yeah. oh, it is just so good. I cannot explain how good it is. It's, like, hilarious. It's, like, deep. It's just so good. Um, so that is, like, a, a long-lasting, like, lifelong um show that I adore and yeah. right now I'm watching uh, Big Little Lies which I would highly recommend. Oh, I mean okay. it's, yeah. so it's Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, it's 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 amazing and it doesn't have the most diverse cast, which is the only thing um I'm not super pumped about. But the show is incredible. Like the characters are so complex and that's that's what i love to watch i love to watch people who are real you know no one's right all the time no one's good all the time yeah um people make mistakes and in this show they are so complex like three dimensional characters with interesting lives like yeah i'm binging it big time right now <laughs>
2: yeah
0: I, mean, I was meaning to watch that actually because that's the one with meryl streep in it isn't it or she's yeah. in certainly in one of the series and i'm a huge meryl streep fan like i just can't get enough of mamma mia So I pretty much (laughs) just watch anything if her name's on it. And I've been meaning to watch that, but I just haven't, haven't done it yet. But I will Oh no, you have
1: to. And she is so good in it as well. She is like, ah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a very good show.
0: Okay. I'll definitely watch that. I'll add that to the list. And um, what would now be your choice to enter the fiery dungeons of my TV (laughs) house? So just, just something you just mm-hmm. really not enjoyed.
1: Well, I find it really tough because um, you know people put so much work into yeah. everything, so it, yeah. it's so hard because it's and it's so subjective. But what I will say is, uh, when I was having dinner with my family on Saturday and we had the the telly on from earlier, there was this show that came on. What was it? Um, I can see your voice. I think it was. Called. Oh my god! Yeah. And I did not know what was happening. I, It was so weird. It was just on in the background. And I was like transfixed, but also so annoyed by it. It was really weird. So it's like a show where they, they have to guess who's going to be a good or who's going to be a bad singer, Yeah, basically. And I don't know. I just... I found it just fascinating but I also just hated it it was yeah. really a very yeah. weird experience no, I so, yeah. watched
0: that this weekend as well actually it was only in the background because my sister really got into it after the last episode she's like oh you've got to watch this this is brilliant and I watched it and it's kind of one of those shows isn't it that it's it's so pointless but you kind of can't stop watching like yeah. it's, and it's like, kind of yeah. one of those things where it's not like a drama where you kind of Get into it, but in a way you do get into it. You are like by the end of it, I was like, nope, they're awful, they're awful. Come on, let's see, are they good? Are they bad? I was, I was so into it by the end.
1: I know, I was just like questioning myself. I was like, who are you? I was sat there going, oh, this show is so weird, it's so bad. And then I go, no, but no, she, she isn't a good (laughs) singer. No, she's. I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) So uh, yeah, I think that that is one that has to go there. If for nothing else, just for the fact that it is confusing me, like I'm starting <laughs> to not understand myself.
0: <laughs> that's fair enough. Have you watched um The Masked Singer? It was kind of giving me those vibes.
1: Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I've seen bits of it. I think yeah. that's like a, a new kind of Saturday night reality TV, isn't it? Yeah, it's it was like...
0: kind of giving me those vibes because obviously on the Masked Singer, by the end of it you're like, take the mask off or whatever they say. And you're <laughs> trying to like work out what celebrities underneath. So it was kind of giving me those vibes by the end of obviously now I can see your voice or whatever it was called it's kind of like you're sat there and you're going come on they're good they're bad it's that kind of same same thing of, there's no point of watching it but by the end you really want to find out what's going to happen
1: I know it was a bizarre experience so I <laughs> you know I, I wouldn't recommend it but also a kind of word because it's so weird <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that, that would definitely that's my one
0: yeah fair enough that's a good choice well thank you so much for joining me and I'm so sorry about the technical difficulties obviously you couldn't hear me but now you can but you can't see me so (laughs) we didn't get it quite right I didn't at least
1: I saw you at one point I've heard (laughs) you at the other so you know that that's it we've done it
0: combine (laughs) that together and then that's me okay (laughs) (laughs) exactly well no thank you for having me thank you so much and yeah sorry for keeping you for so long because of this
1: Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I would have just been watching Big Little Lies otherwise, so don't worry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you very much for joining me for episode three of What We're Watching. Please come back next month for more of the same with another celebrity guest and some more great recommendations from the great British public.